Hi there, my name is Lou Whiting, and today I'm going to be discussing life in and around the Brazilian favelas, especially with the huge racial split that's been going on due to recent government activity in Brazil. During my research, I had the pleasure of speaking with two Brazilian peoples. One, a 14-year-old girl living in a large city in southern Brazil. The other, a 24-year-old man who is a professor at a school near the border, surrounded by favelas. The girl prefers to remain anonymous. She told me how everyone in her city and school seemed to have the same tan skin complexion, how she rarely saw darker-skinned people unless she traveled to the poorer parts of her city. Most of these people were homeless. This is due to a huge rule that was passed about people going into corporate jobs. They must have a certain skin complexion to be accepted. Not too white, not too black. This caused a huge split and forced those on the far end of the spectrum to move outward to the favelas. Due to her distance from these cities, she wasn't able to discuss with me much about them. Rather, the man, who asked to go by the name John, gave me very in-depth details about what he saw and the way that he feels about all of this. John says that most of my experience teaching so far was at a school in a low-income area. I've taught there for four years. Most of my students were black, and that is because it was a project of the city. They took people out of a favela and created a neighborhood with houses for them and all, and of course a school for the kids. And I have to tell you, Brazil is really difficult. Black people struggle quite a lot. Our country is unfair in every way possible. We have such a colossal historical debt towards black people, and we still deal with so many cases of racism and overall social inequality. I asked him what he meant by a project of the city, and he said it was an initiative made by a municipal administration. I asked him to describe what the favelas looked like, and he said, dirtier streets, a bit dangerous, small houses without porches or gates, whilst houses in the cities around are very secure. And then he went on to talk about how religion has affected the country. Not to say many pastors work their way through politics due to their power of fame, and thus we have a country with many evangelical pastors on power, even though it's a country that does not hold its laws based on any religion. I do not have specific information for how many of the population follows African religions, so I had to look it up. The claims are about 0.3%. Evangelical Christianism ruined the country, basically. The pastors just feed hate and misinformation towards their public, promise the world to their worshippers while they will gladly receive donations. And also, they're pretty racist. Those African religions in Brazil struggle with the amount of prejudice harbored by the Christianism. The people living these favelas used to have a life in the city somewhere, but they were removed because of some project. Looking back at all these two told me, I was really surprised about how little of this I knew. A lot of it is being censored to the surrounding countries, and I'm sure I can tell why. And as my good friend John says, as Chimanda Ngozi Adichie says, we must be careful with the stories we hear. Often we only hear the bad things without understanding what led to their current position in society. If people live in favelas, they're not there because they want to. If kids or teens go to school because that's the only place they can get free lunch, they don't do it because they want to. 
When young women get pregnant and do lack of proper information and proper awareness of health issues, they don't do it because they want to. Our society is a web of power relations that make it seem those on the weaker side of the web as the most foul things they want to project. But what actually is and actually happens? We never stop and try to understand what they are on the weaker side. Be kind to those who struggle. Be kind to those whose stories you do not know. And be kind because it's better to be kind than to judge. By judging, you never put yourself in a position of understanding others. So you never get to hear the other side of the story. This is the message of a Brazilian teacher. One who teaches Brazilian Portuguese and English. One who loves to hear different accents in his classroom. One who welcomes students from all backgrounds into his classroom. And I must tell you all, keep fighting there and I'll keep fighting here. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I had a great time talking to those two people who were very willing to be interviewed. And I really hope that somehow this managed to open your eyes to what's really going on in Brazil. Thank you.